Woodstock, day two. I'm, I'm glad to see this guy over here brought his date for the pay-per-view. A lot of sex going on with Plastic Woman over here. Hey, a local guy, a local guy who has made good, a native of Frankfurt, New York. He's from the Emmy Award TV show, Frazier. Say hello to Paul Cusimano. Paul Cusimano, made good, Frazier. Hey, fucking guy's on a rock, man. Oh, come on, you're making me proud of me. All right, you want to rock? All right. Get ready, give it up, man. From Detroit. Rocking as motherfuckers in business today. The devil without a cause. TC and Jake. Happy Sam Hartman Day to you, Jake. How's your Sam Hartman Day, Ben? Uh, I haven't thought about it. Remind me who that is. Wake Forest quarterback. He's in the portal now. Expected to join Notre Dame. Okay. We don't want to count any chickens, but we got a chance to get the ACC's all-time touchdown leader. So we can't just go right to Lloyd Jr.? No. Uh, there was some discussion about him uh, reclassifying, but obviously it didn't happen. Okay, so he's a 2024. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's going into his senior season of high school. Okay. A classic bridge guy. You yeah, got I mean, the, you you the Ryan Tannehill of college quarterbacks. Yeah, I do think a lot, a lot about uh, how Tannehill, the guy that we're, like, the Cowboys are playing him this week, right? Or is he hurt? Yeah, he's done for the year. He's done for the year. That's what I, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that headline. Yeah. I remember that now. Which is, I mean, dude, if they win in week 18... They're in, I'm pretty sure. The Titans? Yeah. I think they have the Jags week 18. This game means nothing for them. Okay. That's nice. So you'll get the full Malik experience, but possibly Josh Dobbs. But just thinking about, you know, uh, we're sitting here, Ryan Tannehill, like, you know, was starting at some point this season. And when I was in college, he was benched. He played. <laughs> he played receiver. Yeah. Uh, for a guy who like like I I can picture him. I think he wore number eleven. Maybe might be one. Uh, you know, he's a big boy, broad shoulders. I remember him very clearly, but his name is escaping me. Which I don't know. I feel like proves the point better. Yeah, I think it does. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, so he's, he's I, catching passes. Tannehill was catching passes from the from the fucking other guy. Which is a funny story because uh, I swear I've told you this before, but first of all, my dad still calls him Tannehill. I love that. Yeah. yeah he just, it, that's, I know he was big and uh, he's in your brother's class, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, they went to a couple camps uh, and at the time were regarded like the same. Nice. <clears throat> and my brother really wanted to go to TCU. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. And uh, I hope he goes. Yeah, it'd be great for him, right? Uh, at the time, they were again. They were like regarded fairly similarly. Like I, I bet if you pull up Tannehill's or Tanny Hills, twenty four seven, he's like 
three star at best. Oh, you think so? Yeah. And uh, TCU said they were only going to offer one of them. Mm. And they offered, uh, yeah, see, two. Yeah. I bet you. No, uh, oh, three. Star. Okay. And they offered 80th him, ranked player in Texas. Which I think Joe was like 150. Yeah. So not like a, a huge discrepancy. Um, and so they offered Tannehill, at which point, I don't know, Joe was like, I'm out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 187. Yeah. Not horrible. Not at all. Respect. I mean, he still has a 24 7 page. So once I've they, never had a 24 7 that, page. That's true. Yeah. I didn't either. Uh, once, uh, once TCU was out, I think like Joe just kind of moved on. Mm hmm. And then Tannehill didn't go to TCU. I don't really get that. You think they have a spot for Joe then? It's funny how that all works, man. I think he would have really done some things there. He could tone up the Mountain West. I don't know. Whatever, dude. Of course, ever. We don't need to do this, but I've, I've done it plenty of times before. I, <laughs> I, I, I think go to the that, sports reference he, for Joe Kemp and say that he got a raw deal. Yeah, dude. He, I. <laughs> it's clear to me based on the actual games that he did play and the numbers he compiled during them that he was a good college quarterback. Like I, I yeah, like it's, it's. No, I think he was. It's really nuts to me that his. I mean, you know. Look what happened to Tannehill. He also got moved to receiver. Right. Like coaching staffs fuck things up all the time. Dude, all the time. And uh, like at an alarming you know. rate. <laughs> yeah. For like 19 year olds' like lives. It's too bad. Which I guess is just the racket, you know? Yeah. And I mean, what are you going to do? That's part you know? of the deal. Part of the deal. How was your Christmas? It's fantastic. This is a delightful Christmas. How about you? Uh, I had four in three days. Four Christmases. Yeah. That's the best that you could possibly have, it sounds like. Um, you're saying like that's the minimum amount that I would have been able to like get by with? No, I'm just saying like uh, you want to have more Christmas. Anyone does. You want to have more Christmas. Everyone wants more Christmas. Because you don't have four in three days. People love Christmas. It was actually pretty tight. See? That's what I'm saying. We were very glad when it was over, but it was actually pretty tight. Gerard Johnson. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I think... Never completed above 60% of his passes. But if you listen to AM fans, those off seasons, he was about to he was about to really And do I think it. he was right after Reggie. Yeah, I mean Tannehill started in between. Because Tannehill was the starter. And then they were like, no, we've got this big boy, Gerard Johnson. So Tannehill never went back to quarterback? He did. At like uh Gerard's last year, he was struggling. It was apparent that in fact, the A&M coaching staff realized that the fans had been gassing them up yeah, no basis. for three and a half years. Yeah. Uh, and so they were like, fuck. I mean, we have a receiver who can throw. Why don't we just insert him? And then the Dolphins are like. And then he got picked in the first round, 11th, right? 11th overall. <laughs> yeah, Might have yeah. been 10th, but 11th like, overall. And then they, gave, they actually gave him the five for 100. That's amazing. Um, after like three or four years. But. Let's see. Let's say he played in 13 games in 2011, but doesn't say starts. He threw for 3,700 yards. This is the brick uh, A&M era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 2011 is uh, what we're looking at. Oh, see, he does this to me again. Not 2011. That was Tan Hill's last. Okay, yeah, I thought you were talking. Jamil Showers was his uh, backup. So wow. Tan Hill's Tannehill's whole 2011. He's draws out of the out of the picture. He doesn't throw a pass that season. Funny Jameel Shower story for you. 
Cyrus Gray, Christine Michael. Uh, that was the year that Dak and Kellen Moore, or excuse me, Romo and Kellen Moore got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was at that camp. That's beautiful. And everyone was saying, Jamil Showers, so far ahead of Dak. <laughs> you can't listen to people, dude. It actually, like, the two or three practices I went to, like, it looked like that. Like, he was better in practice. Who Dude, they knows, wanted they wanted know. Dak to be a tight end, and then he got a DUI. <laughs> Nobody talks about the Dak DUI. Nobody talks about it, folks. But it was like in the pre-draft <laughs> process when he was already like a questionable player at his position. He got he, a DUI, which I believe he eventually got like and it already been on video he got dropped or something, dude, right? or dude punching him. I don't know that he punched he was, anybody. <laughs> he was on a beach, and there were punches. It was uh, yeah, it was a spring break fight, yeah. and he got. Fucking destroyed. And then he's also Big got time. a DUI. And you're like, this guy's rock. Yeah, he's a rock of the franchise. Mess. He'll never amount to anything. My only uh Christmas yes, he Christ- threw one of the one of the big plays in Cowboys history was that third and thirty. Maybe. I mean the game didn't really matter, but No, it's a big play. It is a big play. It is a big play. If they do anything this season, I think that game matters. I th- like just I don't know whatever they've had yeah. other games against good competition, but if I'm them, I'd like it's it's obvious. Like dude, they I can't get over the fucking Jaguars thing. Like it was all right there for them. Just yeah. beat the Jaguars, especially Jesus with Wayne Johnson Christ. going down. But if Jalen they're going down. to do anything, it's going to have to be you know uh, the long hard way, and you're yeah. gonna need, you're gonna need confidence for that. If you're fucking getting nipped at the end by the Eagles, that's I think that things are over. I don't this care is, what the fucking schedule math says. I know these are men on this team. They have hearts and minds just like you and me. Sure. It would not be negative or not be positively impacted. This but. is like the ultimate uh, Notre, uh, Notre Dame fan take where you're like, all right, these moral wins, they're more than just moral wins. They matter for our future. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just, I you can't run it back and have the loss. But I'm just letting you know, if they lost that game, they'd probably lose to the Buccaneers. Fair, I'll take that. My only uh, Christmas family take for you um, was uh, so we had we had family over here on the 23rd, and uh, my uncle was here, <clears throat> and I don't spend like a ton of time with him. Uh, Ooh, with him, got an uncle. Huh? I got an uncle. Yeah, yeah. Congrats on the sex family. Um, and he's the CEO of a company. Which right? one? I'm not going to say which yeah, one. Yeah, no. uh, It's not that interesting. Guys. And so I think like you and I like have talked about this a lot where we're like, you know, just a couple things here and there. I think you were going to be working at T. Rowe Price. Dude, I, I mean. <laughs> that was the main. I'm just saying that if they did, I'd be an improvement. That's that's only been ever my point. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to get to know the guy at T. Rowe to know specifically whether or not I'm better just than Just from him. a culture standpoint. But, like, you know, I, I mean, listen, dude. Uh, American Media Corporation put me in charge of a department, and our numbers were, frankly, stunning. Ever involved from a pro or con standpoint? Pro. Okay. Uh, so you know, you and I joke about that sometimes, but we joke. You and I joke about it sometimes. You're I not think about it every day. <laughs> but I talked to him for like two and a half hours that day, 
and the reality is they're different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, he's just operating in a, in a different way. Like, and the way that he like, and I've I, I've known this before because I've had a couple uh, phone conversations with him. Um, and he, it's not that he's being rude; it's just that the way that he's moving mentally, it's just different. And I don't know. It's it, it's really driven home when he's sitting like three feet away from you. And yeah. you get to a point where you're like, all right, I've said the two sentences that are actually important information to this question. But now I feel like I need to say like four to six more to fill this out. And he's just like, yeah, stop. Like. I already get it. Yeah. I already got it, dude. Why don't you move to the next thing? Because I yeah. have another question for you. And he's just like, I don't know. The mental acuity and sharpness is it's yeah it's when we started this conversation when when i was 23 like uh (laughs) i was right then it's gone now i Mm -hmm. i smoked it all away i don't even know if i smoked or or sipped it all away i just don't know that i was ever i don't know that i was ever the guy that that guy is like he just i was probably just more confident then (laughs) i wasn't any better you know i think the other thing is like uh and i would not necessarily apply this to you but like I think I'm just too soft. Uh, like there's a way that he talks yeah, about I'm things where, and, and he's, he, I know you're not, and he's not like a, a, a non empathetic person, but the way that he processes information is just, it's extremely like, this is the raw thing I need to understand. I do care about the worker a lot. Yeah. That, that would hurt you. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Like uh, in the mayoral campaign, there was like, like I had hired a team, like I had my team, and they were like, top guys. What if we move? Uh, They were good guys. I love all my guys. (laughs) Uh, And uh, they're like, what if, what if we like put more into like TV advertising and just like dissolve TC's team? And I was like, I can't. I'm not telling that to them. I can't tell the guys. They've been working hard. Like it's not it's not just like they suck. They're doing they're fucking doing yeah. grueling work every day, and yeah. we're not going to tell them. Like, and I I have no idea. You know, I I don't think that like uh, if they'd done that that it, that we would have won instead of losing. But I really had no concept of you know like what's the correct strategy here. It was just like I know these people, and I am not like calling them to tell them, hey, we're like. I don't know how you're going to make your rent next month. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of what I mean. Like, I just don't think yeah. I was ever, I don't think I was ever going to be that guy. Yeah. I'm sure I told you about this at the time, but I, I gave an Uber ride where it was the best kind of Uber ride where it's two people who know each other. They're talking the entire time about their super interesting lives and they have absolutely forgotten that there's anyone else in the car. <laughs> Sort of like when a guy plugs in, uh, <laughs> yes, Doug Motivation One Hundred and One, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just yeah. says like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do five songs word for word, not every word, but word for <laughs> word, for word uh, with no regard for the fact that the driver or my friend might not want to listen to this." No, you're great. I think it. I think it elevated. Two balcony seats experience. came open this morning for thirteen hundred dollars. Have an alert set. Thirteen hundred dollars for each. both of them. No, each. each. Oh my god. I told you whenever you were like, you have to do this. I'm like, dude, this is. You said like 500 and I didn't believe you. They're $1,300 each. I mean, I think it's worth it. Why do you work so hard? (laughs) 
probably not to spend five thousand dollars to go see an album played one time. That's not the way to look at it. Five thousand dollars. I forgot for the who best I'm talking experience to. Of your life. Yeah. What you want to put a price on that? Uh, well, they are. But anyways, I'm just saying for you, you'd be like, I'm glad they've put a price on it because I'd pay anything. <laughs> it's a relief to me that they've put it at only thirteen hundred. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. They, and the the two dudes were just like they. It was a. It was like a guy and like his mentor. Like he didn't. They they both worked at the same corporation. I have no idea what the corporation was. I have no idea what field that it was in. It was one of those kinds of things where they were talking business the entire time, and it absolutely didn't matter what the company did. Yeah, because it was all like politics, and it was like very fucking like they they were speaking very frankly. They were like, "Oh yeah, her she's uh like the people on her team." They just don't like her enough. She's not going anywhere at the company. Mm. Like they're talking about a lot of people that they decided weren't going anywhere at the company. And then other people are like, yeah, he's a fucking, he's a shark. Uh, he's a riser. Yeah. Like he's, he's going to do some bad things to some other people and the bosses are going to like that. And that's going to work out for him. And they're just like talking about how like not to get lost in the, the, you know, whatever's got, like it's a big company. And you just realize in that moment, like, this is not me. Not really, dude. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I mean the other way, the opposite of what you mean. I, I kind of look at it as like, yeah. I, I oh, okay. He's a, he's a Tiburonis, folks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, it's hit and miss because like having confidence in it is like a, a great flaw, right? Like to some extent you want you want to have a nice mix of like, like if you don't think you can do it at all, you're just not going to try and like it's not going to work out. But if you think that you don't have anything you need to learn about it, like that you're just born with these skills or whatever, like that can rub people the wrong way too. You know, like worse than not trying. So like, you know, you, I, I see the, the see the folly. If I'm sure that I can do it, that's probably going to mean that I can't do it because the people are going to be like, boy, he just thinks he can do it. And I want to take him down a peg. When people see you like too confident, it, it upsets them. And it doesn't get you what you were hoping your confidence would get you. Yeah, and my uncle doesn't come off like uh, an asshole, like at all. Yeah, I mean that's so he's much. Just, he's just super direct. Yeah, like, that's so just, much what they're his, doing. And his brain is just moving in a different way. That I was like, man, this guy is—he is where he is for a reason. Yeah, and then you start to think, like you know, whether or not that's like you know to an extent an acquired or like learned. <clears throat> trader behavior. I mean, I'm sure experience is beneficial. It's definitely beneficial. Um, but if, you know, the industry like self-selects you based on the idea that you can at least pull that off. Cause I'm not sure that I can. I mean, I was telling you the other night, like to watch that Oliver Sacks documentary, mm -hmm. which I don't know if you did. I haven't yet, but I will. Um, I mean, I cried for two straight hours watching that. Oh, it's like that. I I'm not going to know what it I'm is. not going to be a CEO. I don't know who Oliver Sacks is. So he was, uh, and I did want to talk about this for like a brief moment today. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch the whole thing and we can do, I mean, I could probably watch it tonight and we could do the Patreon on it. So he's like, uh, well, he's passed away now, mm -hmm. but he was uh, like a neurologist, neuroscientist, neurophysicist, uh, and he was a regular contributor to Radiolab for like the 10 years where I was pretty into Radiolab. Cool. 
because it was definitely like their lane, you know, like brain stuff that he was writing about. Um, and he got published in uh, the Times Magazine and in New York Magazine, like, you know, a hundred times. He wrote a bunch of books. I read uh, one of his books from the 70s whenever I was in my early 20s. Um, and so he got sick in 2019, I want to say. Hey, maybe it might have been earlier than that. But like he documented his own descent. And he was super interested in like dementia and Parkinson's and basically just the infirm mentally, which I have some experience with. And I think that's why like the way that he talked, I always connected with because um, especially in like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, hell, probably even now to an extent, people who like can't verbalize what is inside their head, a lot of times state services essentially just like deem them like done. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing going on here. But if you talk to people like that, you know that there is something going on and you know that there is like a, a person in there. And so he just like devoted his entire career to getting to know these people and, you know, documenting the way that they were, they were operating or, or not operating um, so then the fact that he knew he was like dying and he did the same thing to himself, it's super, super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Um, he was addicted to speed. Really? That's until like the seventies. It's a little bit of a, I was surprised, but I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Just the, uh, the, I want to stay up for 23 hours a day and read. Methamphetamine case study fiend. I mean, it's no different from what I'm doing. I don't do speed. No, you you uh, actually go anti and still go van vampire mode. So you should be a case study for like how Those to have so much energy of, despite getting, taking so many downers. Yeah, no, I'm just the the fungus will get you wired. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. Where you? I, I suppose can, that's true. I can do that and read all night. Suppose that's true. Um, no, last night it felt more so. You know, as everyone knows, I'm, I'm weekends only. But it felt like the uh, most. <laughs> these, are, these are the holidays. <laughs> it felt like the most weekend Monday I'd ever had. And oh I was yeah, like, for let's sure. Lean into this for sure. Uh, so let's let's treat this Monday like a Saturday and get a, sneak in a little extra Saturday. That sounds nice. And it was, but. Uh, We'd just gotten home. We hadn't been, like, you know, we'd been at various, like, parents and stuff like that throughout the holiday season. So the bong hadn't been touched in, in a while. <laughs> Goddamn bong. And uh, I started to clean it out. And I'm like, it's really hard to clean it out because it's still, like, good. You know, like. <laughs> the resin? No, it's not resin. I'm just saying it was, like, the plant material. Like, just the last, I mean, it's probably, whatever. Uh, I there's just plenty left. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm like, either I can work hard to clean this out, or I can just smoke it, and then yeah, it'll be yeah, easy. Always to clean an option. Always an option. Just the ash will just fall out. Yeah. And I'm feeling lazy because this isn't the first uh, hit of the day. You know, like 
Um, and so, uh, so I, I, you know, give this uh, fucking weak old half resin thing a, a try. And the second it touches my mouth, I'm like, this is the worst mistake I've ever made in my oh, entire life. Fucking disgusting. My body rejected it with a force uh, that I have never seen before. I, there's other times I've done dumb shit like this because I do this dumb shit a lot. Uh, where I was like, boy, I, I could tell that if I pushed it harder, I know how bad, I know where it's going. Uh, and I thought we got to be smart though and never get there. And last night I got there. I fucking, I, I ripped the bong so hard I threw up. Oh my God. I was able to make it to the toilet. That was a, I, you know, I, I wasn't sure in my, in my like, uh, imagining how bad this would go the, the day it did happen. I was like, boy, if you can't control it and you ruin this carpet, like, I'm going to be so mad at you. I think that, you know, there's definitely something to be said for the fact that you're being honest about it. <laughs> Much it's, like uh, the, it's the, just de- so funny the dental to me. situation. I'm like seeing this one, like from a, a third perspective, you know, like, like I'm, I'm just looking at the guy doing that being like, that's so funny. He's dumb. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. Yeah, it was <laughs> intense. And like it took a while. Like I had to get like composed to puke. Like I was too fucking hacking to like oh, even like do it. Right. I was Christ. like, <laughs> gotta gotta bear down here. Make sure we can get all these guts out, and then uh, then like get back to breathing. <laughs> uh, and I will tell you, like uh, you know, I it's been since the famous Friendsgiving. I'm pretty sure that was the last time that I puked. Really? I don't think I've puked since then. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, no, that's not the case for me. And uh, so I guess I, I'm glad that we're taught we're on two different ends of the spectrum because you, you love to puke. You puke all the time. I'm not so sure that I love it, but I've normalized it. Um, I throw up every single day from September to December in 2001 and 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... In the last like five years, probably maybe say seven years when I first started going to APEC, I would throw up twice a week. Wow. Which is not good. No, it's not. But my stomach just could not handle like sprints. Yeah. But I wanted to run the sprints. I wanted the endorphins from the sprints. Well, what, I, what I'd like to, to, to touch on with you is it's not just the endorphins from the sprints. There's an endorphin from the puke. I felt. Absolutely. I felt great. Absolutely. I <laughs> like totally fucking, agree with that. I totally agree with that. Being high and puking. Like I, I you don't have like, to be high, I promise. Boy, yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure I you're right. I promise you But I'm also sure that it adds a little layer. <laughs> There's probably something to uh, that, but yeah. And uh, yeah, dude, I, I, I was just like, like it was, it was like any other things that I like that I know are bad for me. You know, like it was, it, it was on that list of like, this feels too good. I yeah. need to stay away. Like I can see how, like you know, the way, like if you'd ever like uh, tried crack once, and you're like, I don't want to throw my life away, but I see how you get there. Like, but I can't I was, say this was bad. I was looking at like the people who like have prob- like eating disorders. Right. I was like, I, I don't it. know that I got it, but yeah, if I could do this again tomorrow, yeah, boy, it does sound nice. Yeah, there's no doubt. And uh, what happens is. You get to a point where you've thrown up so much that you're like, 
I wonder if there's anything else in there. <laughs> like, I'm going to try to keep going. Whereas most people talk about vomiting in a way where they're like, I just can't wait for this to be over. Yeah. But for me, I was always like, I don't know. I mean, maybe a little taste. Just, just one more. <laughs> just a little. Just one more. Just a little touch more. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I no. I've thrown up that. Uh, a more last night. I've thrown up at Grapevine Middle School probably half a dozen times in the last like four months because that's where you go train which is unfortunate you because need to put that context in it sounds like you're just hanging out at the middle school puking in front of kids so it's on the football field it is yeah. not in uh sixth grade chemistry mm -hmm. but it's unfortunate because it's not grass oh shit <laughs> so yeah, i'm dude. always like look man i don't know you guys are gonna have a tough situation on monday when you come out here this is still here but yeah, that, uh, that sucks. yeah, I'm gonna peek here. I mean, the makers of whatever astroturf need to be aware of this. It's a, something people will puke on. I would agree. Gotta drain it a little bit. Yeah. It's a common common pukeable uh surface. Yeah. Um, so another part of this holiday season for us mm -hmm. um is uh, and I don't know if you're gonna feel weird that I didn't tell you about this earlier because it is so close to your house. So, so for some, for some, I for some reason it's like whenever you're doing an activity near. So like if I found out that you uh, were eating at Wabi House and like you hadn't said anything, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, just because it's near my. I house. mean, it's kind of like when I ran right by your house in the half marathon and you were not out there, but it's kind of like that. Yeah, I was looking. I don't get credit for the one time that I was. How many of your friends have been along the route here? I mean, ever, only one, but ever. well, two, you and your wife. And Izzy's kind of my friend, but still, that's, right. that's a 50% hit rate. You were not there this year. Uh, Izzy was uh, watching Avatar with us, and when she found out that the main character's name was Jake, she said, oh, <laughs> like your name. She's like, oh, yeah, I know Jake. You know what's weird? You don't know the name, Avatar's character's main main characters no there. i do because i told okay. you i read the whole wikipedia page oh yeah yeah that's right um but for whatever reason and i know that like mel gibson has nothing to do with avatar uh -huh. but in my mind like it's just such a mel gibson-y project <laughs> yeah that like for the last three days i've been saying el aviota <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how you got there but that's great i just for some reason it's just to me you know, like Mel Gibson, Laviota, Laviota. Like, there's like I think that's my favorite. There's video. like football coaches that you know never coached for a certain team, yeah. But then you but see it and you're like, what the fuck? How did that? No, he was never there. Yeah, and that's how I feel about Mel Gibson and the Avatar franchise. Is I'm like, he had to have been involved at some level here. Yeah, he had to have been involved. And so every time I see a trailer, I'm like, Laviota. Uh. When I was re-watching all the Sheen stuff, Sheen uh, name-checked. He said that Mel had called him to touch base, help him help him through the tough time. Entirely unsurprising. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's I think that Mel's just out there just, you know, mentoring to... The canceled. Yeah. Yeah. I as, love these. As patient, as patient zero. Um, but yeah, so uh, my parents' big idea for all their grandkids, you know, my kid and my brother's kids, uh, was to the day, like, you know, from Christmas at their house, uh, we had a room at the Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, nice. And then uh, the kids got to play at the water park all the next day. Nice. So, Very nice. Uh, 
it's have you have you I assume you have right like I've not really no no I mean yeah I've never been there ever we've done um, the Gaylord um, yeah mostly for the ice pit okay but their water park is not indoors so you're not getting to experience that yeah no and it's wild you know like at all. you walk in you're like if anything it's too hot but then you get in the pool and it's perfect temp nice um but uh i don't know just wild like to to be there on like christmas night yeah and just all of the uh That's you know just see phenomenal. how see how garland spends christmas like just all the people i it's the people that are coming to great wolf lodge i mean it's not cheap it's not cheap but it's not like uh, the Ritz, yeah. Like just the the, the no, feel of I the thing. That. I mean, you I saw guess a lot, you saw a lot of tramp stamps. Definitely. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I I know what you're saying. Like it's but that's it's my, not that's cheap. My... But there's there's some things that like aren't cheap, but you know the people buying them are like I don't even care. I've got all kinds of money. And then there's things that are not cheap where you know that like a family is saving up all year so we can have like this nice time at the Great Wolf Lodge. That's pretty tight though. It's honestly. very tight. I, yeah, no, I, I loved the energy. Like, I loved being around, the, you know, the, the good people of Pilot Points first night of the year. <laughs> or Richland Hills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I made you go to my childhood home the other day. Yeah, some, someone from that neighborhood, say, they, they scraped together and they, they got a night at the Great Wolf yeah. Christmas night. I mean, I could see myself doing that, man. It was, yeah, I, I recommend it. Yeah. Uh, Izzy was all in. Like, as we were walking to the room, like, she hasn't even seen the room yet. She, she just looks up at me because she goes, I love the Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> You're like, well, good. You get a couple days here. Yeah, the other one is uh, a little more, I don't even know the word for it. I don't even know if it's more high tone. I just know that. Gaylord? Yeah. Yeah, Gaylord definitely. That That's like the divide I'm trying to illustrate. Yeah. Gaylord is like only people who are like, well, I'm rich, so I don't want to stay at a fucking Motel 6. Uh, so I'll just like, you know, drop a, some money that means nothing to me but is large. On yeah, the but if you were to just ask me like in a vacuum. Like business travelers. That's what the main people are at the fucking Gaylord. It's people there for conferences. Not during holidays, though. Not during holidays. Unless you're uh, Condoleezza Rice and you're on the committee. That's right. That's right. Um, but if you were to just ask me, like, you know, I've got two data points for you here. And one of them is uh, this water park is outside and this one is inside and heated. I'd be like, I'm a rich guy. I want to go to the one where it's heated. You'd think. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, but I just from spending most of yesterday in the water park. And just seeing uh, the tattoo selection, yeah. I, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, no, I know you do, but you know, there's a dude in front of me in line. I'm for certainly one of the, there. <laughs> one of the slides, there was just a a spooky graveyard scene filling his entire back. Yeah, but then confusingly, like not in scale, like it fits thematically, <laughs> but I'm like having a tough time understanding how all this works. It's just devil wings. Yeah. It's like he's got a pair of devil wings, but then like behind the devil wings is an illustration of a graveyard on a dark night. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It it sounded great at the time. It it was not illustrated especially well. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, there's there's a lot of that. Um, Whenever we first got there, boy, dude, I... 
I just feel like I'm playing defense 100% of the time with the kid right now. I feel like it's just fighting about no, you cannot like uh you know kick me all night in my bed. You have a bed, go use it. Uh, and uh, no, we can't buy every. We can't go to a store right now, and we can't buy a bunch of things from that store. Yeah, that's all of my time. Yeah, it's hard to be the cool dad when you're saying no to these things, but the questions don't stop. Yeah, Dan. Dan brought this up to me a couple of weeks ago because I told him that um, the main reason or the main method, I suppose, that we can get her to eat is by threats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not like we're physically threatening her, but we're like, hey, you know, there's not going to be iPad tomorrow if you don't eat some banana and some whatever. We have a thing of probably a dozen foods that we can get to, um, but sometimes we have to get a little bit of a nudge. And he was like, yeah, it sucks. Like, I just I always thought I'd be like positive reinforcement guy. And I'm like, it, dude, it just doesn't fucking work. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Like it doesn't work consistently enough unless you and your partner literally have nothing else to do. Because to me, being like a positive reinforcement parent is a 24-7 job. Like the reason you have to use these, these negative reinforcement tactics is because of shortcuts. Like sometimes you just need something to work a little quicker than – Hey, we're going to sit down here for an hour and a half and talk this out. And hopefully I can get you there through understanding and through consideration. Like, I just don't think that's like, uh, I don't think it's a viable strategy for a two parent working or even one parent working existence. I just, at least that's, maybe I just am a failure, but I just, I, I knew early on, I'm like, look, we're going to have to, I don't want her to be afraid of me. Um, but I do want her to be afraid that I will give the iPad to another family, which I've said probably half a dozen times in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm not, we're we're, we're going to have to eat some banana. It's like it's not even with this. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the food is a bad, but I don't know. Um, food, poop is a big problem still. giving up on food. I don't know. Yeah, like it's whatever. Uh, but it's just the, the try like – it's a, it's a little bit of a different deal, like trying to get her to do something rather than like her being like, can we do something and me saying no. And like, then it's just like, like, I'm not going to do it. Like we're, we're not driving to Target right now to buy a bunch of stuff. We're not doing that. And, uh, it's interesting. Cause I don't know that I've really dealt with that that much. Dude, she like started with uh, Kroger. Like she Can we it's go just to Kroger. It's just wa- watching her like climb the rungs of like figuring out which places have the good stuff because she just knew that there was a like tiny shitty toy section at Kroger. So she would ask to go to Kroger all the time. <laughs> and then whenever she figured out that Target had the big dog, then it's been abandoned. Uh, and from that Build a Bear thing, she uh, she knows that malls exist. Mm. And she's really put that together. There's a ton of stuff at the mall. Uh, and so we, we get to the Great Wolf Lodge, and it's it's literally Christmas. Like, she spent yeah. the last 48 hours receiving things. And she sees that they have a gift shop, and she's like, the, the way that she always phrases it, this is so hard to say no to. She goes, Daddy, can I get something special? It's a real nice request. Who wants to say no to no, that? No, you can't get something special. Yeah. That's a tough, that's a tough, 
phrase to have to put out there. And uh, in this one, I'm just like, I we're going to be here for 24 hours. I think that if I bite the bullet now, like either I can be like worn down over time to where I'm like, fine, just fucking stop. Yes, get something. Or I can start out and say one thing right now, one thing, but that's it. We're going and it that did work. It did. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, well, she's she's she can be decent about that. Okay. It's not like she keeps her word 100% of the time. She's three. But it's it's not like there's no relationship between the things that she says she's going to do and the things that she does. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, we're, we, you know, she, and boy, I thought I was getting off easy because she picked out, she just wanted a plastic slinky. And I'm like, how much could anyone possibly charge for a slinky? And let me let you know, the Great Wolf Lodge, it's a lot more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like three dollars. I get oh, and uh, Megan was like, buy buy some for Daniel's kids too, uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, dude, fucking, I can buy two slinkies, no big deal. Uh, I think it's gonna be like three bucks each. They're like, that's forty five dollars, sir. <laughs> I'm like, for slinkies, whatever. I don't know. This this is just further proof of how far I've fallen. A year ago, I would have been fucking happy to buy. Dude, make it six. Make it six. I don't even give a shit. Run the card. Yeah. Keep it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Take them home to your family. <laughs> but so we're standing in line with a slinky. The line is next to like the serve yourself candy thing. Oh, you no. Know? Um, and she she did great. Dude, when I saw it, I was like, this is a nightmare. But she didn't even ask. She was great. She, but she was inspecting it. And so I'm standing in line. You was know, she just, inspecting like, it because ahead. you were like beer bonging? Uh, snow caps or something? No, no, no. I was standing in line, keeping to myself. Okay. Um, I had enough of my family's homemade cookies. Okay, yeah. I was doing fine. You pre-gamed. Yeah. Um, and uh, lady and her son just like straight cut us. Like, like mm. we're not even there. Dude. And I kind of want, I'm like, maybe they're just like part of this other group that's in front of me. So like. I'll just observe. I'm like, okay. And then it becomes clear. They're definitely not. And at that point, I the only thing I did was I kind of like like widened my eyes, looked straight forward like Jim from The Office, and did a heavy sigh. And that was it. Uh, and then like a couple minutes after that, so it wasn't like immediately after that. It wasn't like in response to that. But I come to understand that the guy behind me is also part of the group. And he's like, hey, you just cut this guy. And uh, they like, you know, kind of whatever and they asked or he asked me like, hey, did we just cut you? And I'm like, it's no big deal, man. You know, like, well, we're all getting where we're going. No worries. Uh, and then so like, I, you know, that that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not fucking whatever. I'm uh, advancing the conversation. But then I'm in between this husband and the wife and the wife, I'm sure, is feeling embarrassed. No one wants to be a cutter. Right. Uh, and so rather than like just, uh, you know, accept that shame, she's like, no, I don't deserve that shame. So uh, she says to him, but like with me between them, she's like, his daughter was looking at the candy. They're just getting the candy. And I'm like, I didn't want to say a thing. I, so I didn't. Like, but shocking. I just, uh, just fucking <laughs> like, uh, do you want, like, want to adjudicate this out? Like, I don't know, dude. She's not getting the candy. Like, we're fucking walking up there now. It's not like we were considering a purchase. We're not purchasing any candy. We're just getting these fucking slinkies. So, and like, the, obviously we weren't, like, putting together our candy order. The representative person in this party is holding the line spot. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but just that, standing there with is. a slinky, staring yeah. at the cash register. Yeah, like about to fucking. Do you could this. have ten kids with you. Yeah, and they could be running. Yeah, to and she could run to but the other side there, of the fucking thing. You're you're anchoring your spot, then it's a foregone conclusion that you're there. Yeah, but I don't want to like fucking explain this to husband and wife on either side of me as their son watches. You know. Um. No, I don't believe you. I believe you didn't do it. I don't believe you didn't want to do it. Uh, yeah, no, the, I guess the whole thing of the situation is that there's nothing more than I wanted to defeat this woman with fucking logic. The only thing you wanted more than to defeat her with logic was to do it with a, a, a DQ cone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In your hand. Yeah, if I could just be Des- in between licks. Be like, Derisively. Well, you see. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I, I've, I've got a mind that's like really highly attenuated to the rules. Like, in part because I hate them so much, and in part because, like, I just, I don't know, dude, I can't get over, I can't, I think about this a lot. I've become aware of how much I'm focused on the rules, which I think is, like, a somewhat autistic trait. Uh, like, it's, it's definitely distinctive of, like, a way of moving through the world that is often associated, like, often called, you know, like, whatever. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking all the time about, like, what are the things that have put me, like, how does this line work? You yeah. know, like... What are the whatever? And so, yeah, whenever someone like wants to call in the question, I'm like, well, you know, I could uh, break this down for you. Um, I feel like I've been cut multiple times in the last few months and every single time I've done nothing about it. I think that's good. I think that's right. Because you know that you may have been with me for times uh before where I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, and just kind of do the arm out thing. Impossible to even do a shoulder tap, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but I, I just, I just don't know. I don't know. I, I've lost my edge. See, I don't, I don't think it is that. I don't think I I'd didn't be- bet on the Longhorns or against the Longhorns the night that their coach got uh, suspended for beating his wife, mm-hmm. and I, I no longer make bones about being cut, losing my edge. I don't, completely. I don't think that I could keep quiet in that situation if I did feel like it was losing edge because a lot of people know this about me although not everyone uh is that I am the alpha's alpha no doubt you and Nick Adams and I feel like uh Cobra the thing that you would like is for uh like you think that the alpha move is to like bow up in that situation but that's just a sign that you've lost your control and ceded it to the person oh I like this yeah whereas if I just am like Nope. Doesn't even matter. I'm worried about These things on a don't affect plane. me. That's right. Yeah. I'm on a. You're worried about lines. I'm worried about fucking grain prices. That's right. That's right. Two steps Ethereum. Ahead. At minimum. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Ethereum. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I've got a. Oh, well, I've got a, a. It felt like a snow cone type story to me. It doesn't have a snow cone. It's, it's, there's not a lot of direct relations. It just had a similar feel. But I'll tell you that in a second. Uh, the, They're going to ruin this podcast in 15 minutes. Okay. I, I can get this all in in 15 minutes. Because you um, got cocked at the sandwich place. Yeah. I don't want to say anything bad about the sandwich place. You I don't know. I, I, nope. We're all positive on the sandwich place. Absolutely. Yep. They did a great job in my opinion. Yep. Um, so uh, <laughs> I, I saw a woman swimming in a full hijab, which was a first for me. I didn't. I guess I never really thought about how that gets adjudicated. 
Also, um, I was thinking, I, I, I noticed as I was turning it over in my head, how often I say full hijab, which like, that makes no sense. Like I wasn't even thinking about doing it there. It just came out of my mouth automatically. And it's like, you never see a half. It's like, obviously like, and so saying full is just like emphasizing how weird it is. Yeah. Which is like, you know, kind of xenophobic behavior. It is. But then like, I'm like, well, I've never seen it before in my life. So to me, in my experience, it is weird. It's not bad, but it's not something I'm fucking living with every day. So having a little bit of like, oh, that's different. Like, that's not, I don't, I shouldn't feel bad about that. We saw, you know, a fair number of them in Iceland. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That would be so tight if whenever you did, like, the scuba diving at the Continental Divide. It wasn't that, no. That would be so cool. It seems like that would be very uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. But I suppose if you have no choice. um, Hijab, wetsuit, wetsuit? I don't know how that would work, honestly. I wish I did. I wish I knew more about this. Or Um, does, is the scuba gear, or it's not scuba, it's snorkel. Yeah, yeah, like like you're covered up. Right. It's the, if you're wearing, like, a full snorkel. And yeah. like uh, the the head piece of the, the dry suit or whatever, then that's covering up the same. I will say this, though. Like, I just think it's actually pretty cool um, that I because, I, you know, I could take or leave most of the, the cultural aspects of this city that mm-hmm. I live in. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool that people actually, even if it's just like their own bravery on display, like feel comfortable going to. The uh, devil wing tattoo uh, pool, yeah, and like being themselves and in general, and, it was a know. real melting pot at the Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah, that was a I very enjoyable that's, that's aspect encouraging of it. to me. Yeah, no, I, I think the I I assume at some point you will take the Great Wolf experience, and I think you're gonna like it. It's uh, it's you know, it's a place for regular folks. Yeah, um, but so uh, so I'm I'm looking at this woman swimming in the the hijab and i'm like that's something else and then my gaze continues just past her to a man who i'm sure was like either like i'm i'm thinking it was her dad but like they're both like much or you know somewhat older than me so like maybe it's husband. i don't know i don't know but there's a dude behind her and the hijab was like, uh, you know, like, I've never seen that before. But, like, I wasn't, like, you know, flabbergasted. My man is in track pants and just a fucking cotton polo. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Up to his fucking stomach in water. It's like chasing the kids around in like uh, what you really would wear to watch on this too much, like fucking but. football. <laughs> he didn't do anything. Like he he does have so he's like I'll just wear my fucking clothes. I don't know what the big deal is. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know if there's anything that I'm gonna say here that I'm gonna feel good about. So I'm just probably gonna say nothing. I just I wanted Other I wanted say you that, and that everyone that else hilarious. to see it. Yeah, it's something else. That dude. is hilarious. I that I it would had never before occurred to me that someone would just be like, I don't want to fuck with swim trunks. Yeah, I'll just get in. It's not it's not a big deal. Yeah, we're not. I'll just get in. Yeah, like the, the water's temperature controlled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so what's the big deal? Yeah, and you know. I wouldn't have wanted to do it, but he, uh, he was fine. He was proving that, you know, nothing goes wrong. <laughs> he, 
you, you can just wear your clothes into the pool. That's amazing. You know what's what's really funny to think about is if that wasn't the clothes he was going to wear that day, and he was like, "I got to put on my swim stuff." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm going to put on these wind pants and this white cotton polo." Yeah, that's pr- that probably weighs 15 pounds. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I'm going to get the the heaviest woven cotton that I could possibly put on and just wear that into the pool. Yeah, I don't know, people. I even noticed that when I was in Spain. Like, um, they don't got swimsuits in Spain. Well, so the town that I lived in, um, it was it was stark because like there was a beach where there were nudists, but some people would would wear clothes and not like swim clothes. They would just wear clothes. So you would have like some people. What? that you would have some people that would have like swim. It's trauma. either full nude or like wearing your fucking church church clothes in the mean, water. There, there were definitely people that just had like normal bathing suits on. Um, but you That's would see, good. you would see people from from different places that would just get in the water. But it was like it's almost like it seems like it's more normal when it's not a pool and when it's like a uh, it was like a little river. Okay. Like, I don't know if you ever see videos of people in, like, India mm-hmm. uh, who get in the water for, a lot of times, I believe, religious purposes. Yeah. Uh, they wear their clothes. Got to watch out for those catfish, dude, though. They got catfish that eat men over in India. Yeah, catfish in India? They got catfish in India. And Did not know that. They'll do the religious, they'll put the funeral pyre. So, like, they'll just, you know, put the body on the boat, sink the boat. And the catfish, they're bottom feeders, so they'll eat the body, and then they'll get the taste. No fucking way. And they fucking love it. They'll just grab you, pull you down. Interesting. Yeah. I honestly would not have guessed that there were catfish outside of, like, a five-state five area. I know that we've talked. I probably told that story before because we've talked about the Wikipedia page for animals that kill people. It's a great Wikipedia page. Is it? Yeah, definitely. No, no personal life tab. I feel like because <laughs> it's just right <laughs> no, there at the top. The, the fucking catfish don't have a personal life, dude. The catfish one, I think, is my favorite, but there's a lot of good ones. This catfish uh, had to be discouraged by his wife to not moonwalk uh, <laughs> at a press conference. Then, uh, so my, my last story was they got a great compliment of slides at the Great Wolf Lodge. Good. Love slides. Big slide guy myself. Uh, it's, you know, I mean, since I've been to like a big time water, like I... I've been threatening to fuck around and go to Hurricane Harbor for, I don't know, the last 15 years, and I haven't done it. I haven't been since I was a kid. So I've seen they got that thing with, like, the big, like, funnel-looking thing, but I could only imagine what was going on in there. I believe that is, like, the, like, boogie boarding type thing. Okay. Like, so it, I can't remember what it's called. I mean, they had a thing that looked like it kind of at the Great Wolf Lodge, and it, it, well, I, I wrote it. It was just like a slide. Like it's, it was just a circular slide? Like they, you're going down a regular slide. There's a big drop to get you going real fast, and then yeah. they just spit you out into the thing, and you just like— And you go up, and then you— Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And they got two different varieties of that, and they're fucking dope. Uh, but so whenever I'm first—this is my first time in the Great Wolf Lodge. Uh, whenever I'm first trying to fuck with these slides— I'm seeing a bunch of people carrying tubes, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. If there's one I can just, like, go down, their Stuka style, that's right. what I would prefer. Right. Uh, so I see there's a line that says tubes required and a line that says no tubes required. I'm like, easy choice. 
And so I'm walking up and I start, like, I see a sign, like, halfway up where they're like, this is a ride for, like, five people in a big tube. But I'm like, that must be, like, uh, during the summer it is. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought to myself. I don't know why this, that would ever make sense. It's but. <laughs> under a sign that says no tubes required. That We're going to get, like, five people in a tube. I'm like... Someone's made a mistake here, but I can see everyone else in this line doesn't have a tube. So I'm just going to go down, ride as a single person. You rode with a family. It's going to be no. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I just, <laughs> the dread is building. Uh, it's incredible. <clears throat> so by the time I'm at the top, I realize, yeah, dude, they've just got like a tube delivery service yeah. that brings it up there. Yep. It's a tube with a bunch of people. And so thankfully like the family in front of me they all do their thing so it's just me talking to the guy and he's like you know i confirmed that i'm solo and he's like do you mind riding with other people i'm like no problem with me brother uh he goes to the uh the mom and daughter behind me you want to ride with this guy oh my god they were like no <laughs> that sounds weird i'm not doing it and so he goes to the the group behind them and it's fucking Three ten-year-old boys. Oh my god! Just by themselves, just a pack of three ten-year-olds, and uh, they're like cut in line. Fuck yeah, we want to go with the weird dude. And so like they they're like standing with me on like the wait platform, and then they all like scurry off in a pack to go like see over the ledge to like see how high up they are and stuff. Did you go with them? They're doing. I <laughs> dude, There is something in like the human. <laughs> like, this is my boys. Like when I see like three people going one way, some part of me is like. We should go that way. <laughs> it took some self-control to be like, no, fellas, I don't care about seeing how high we are. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so we all just me and me, me and my boys, Jesus Christ, just pile into a big yellow tube together. And uh, you know, I as I saw this situation forming, I was filled with dread. This this was going to be terrible. This was going to ruin the ride. Because I feel like if I had been like with that mom and daughter, I think they would have been staring at me the whole time, being like, "Who is this fucking weirdo?" Yeah. But the ten year olds did not give a shit. Yeah. They were just like, "We're here to have a good time." Honestly, no one in the world feels normal or comfortable to us. So this is par for the course. Yeah. Uh, and let me tell you, dude. Going down with, with, with my dudes really elevated it. Like, they're just fucking yelling. Like, we're just having a good time. It's a good time, too. Did you guys, like, uh, like pound it out afterward? Like, a little fist bump pretty no, thing? No, no. What happened when we got to the end was, like, the second we hit the water at the bottom, they, like, the fucking maniacs that they are, just, like, jumped out. And the lifeguard was like, next time, guys, wait till I get to you. Okay, yeah. That was it. They were a little more cavalier than you were. Then they were in the wind. Damn. You had that moment, though. <laughs> it was great. I've told you about my... Uh, you should hang out with 10-year-old boys more. They, I've they told have you a about, zest for life. I've told you about my ski lift story before. I'm sure you have, but I'm not immediately recalling. I was in, I was in college, and they used to have these like deals where you could get, you know... It was criminally cheap. Compared to how much like ski lift tickets and and lodging costs now, and you know those mountains in Colorado are pretty big, and you get you get separated sometimes. So I'm in the single line, and they're like single. I was like, yeah, and they like wave me over, and I was like, 
six-year-old girl. <laughs> like, maybe. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. And I was like, uh, if I say no, it makes it feel like it's court-appointed. <laughs> to be like, uh, I don't know if the, I'm really the allowed. terms of my probation <laughs> yeah, don't allow so. for this kind of... But if I say yes, like, too excitedly... <laughs> yeah. Oh, <ooh>. yeah. <laughs> hmm. So I was like, oh, fuck. And, yeah, we had, like, a... And they're also... I think it was at Breckenridge. Those main lifts are 20 minutes. <laughs> you were just sitting next to a six-year-old? For 20 minutes. She, like, Paw Patrol? And she just, like... Dude, this is... 18 years ago. <laughs> like, so, you know, if it happened now, I think I could actually navigate it pretty well. Yeah. Like, no, oh, I, yeah, what's up? You know, Bluey, I'm a big bingo guy. I think Chili's got a couple things to work on. No way you said a word the whole time, right? She just talked the entire time. She talked to you? Yeah. And so. About what? I mean, she was just like telling me about school <laughs> and about. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes of like just catching up? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's. that's I got some friends crazy. there. It's I was good. probably like baked you know yeah, this yeah. Like, again this is like college years when we would just get stoned and go snowboard <clears> and she just like talked to me the whole time and i gotta be honest with you like when we got off and went our separate ways like i was kind of sad yeah i was like man it's glad you get to a cool that, kid yeah. yeah 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 it's you know it's like she was an connecting. engaging human being connecting with people is great and i do feel like i was never like the person to do the thing you just described but I don't think I was either. I was with my brother the whole time, and I would love to watch him work. Yeah, he was, no, he's he was a, great. He's, yeah, like I the see that. people in like the fucking the checkout line. Like people he, like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and people don't I, like us. <laughs> true, <laughs> for diff uh, different reads, but people just generally look at both of us and like I don't like what I'm seeing here. But yeah, I don't. You know, it's not like he's uh, not engaging and gregarious now. But I, I think that he would admit that he was better at it as a ten-year-old. Like you know, life knocks you around some. Yeah. Uh, See, so yeah, I, I feel like there's something too. Ten-year-olds are very good at that. But I think I hear your family behind us, so we can wrap up. Hey guys. Might just be your dog. I don't know. Hey I don't guys. Know, it is the family. Well, all right. We'll see you next week, folks. Or uh, you want to do the podcast tomorrow? Tomorrow. Here, come here. Maybe we'll have guest appearance. Hey, Nora. Each other. Do you have anything you want to say to everybody? Um, I'm, I'm hungry. Okay. All right. Well, she's the update. Yep. There you go. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.